2: Stay tuned for Paratalk Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on ParatalkRadio.com, a member of the WLFE digital broadcast family.
0: a small hollow in North Carolina, there have been several Bigfoot sightings.
2: Honestly, Lee may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week.
0: He hadn't been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now she's not talking about people, she is talking about ghosts hanging around what some say is a real life haunted house.
2: You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on ParatalkRadio.com, a member of the WLFE digital broadcast family. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. Join us every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central for discussions and guests on topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. This broadcast is rated M for mature and is intended for listeners over 16. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Now, live from J-Wolf Production Studio in Ontario, New York, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Hi, everybody! Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes,
3: yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes! Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes! Yeah. Yay!
4: Woo! Yay. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Oh how my goodness! So how is everybody?
3: How is everybody out there?
4: Everybody in the land of cotton.
3: The land of cotton. <laughs>
4: Never
2: mind. I what does that mean? What
3: does that even mean? I saw Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Okay. Um, Hi, Cindy hi hi jason marble hi steve berry hi adam briggs hi john anderson hi gary flat hi pete peter how are you feeling i'm sending you healing energy hi lisa i still haven't talked to you yet john what no not you hi john (laughs) John Clear. Okay. And John Anderson. And John Winter, how are you? Perfect.
0: Perfect. Perfect.
4: (laughs) So you guys, we got a poll going already in the beginning of the show here. So what is your favorite holiday character? We have Santa. We have Rudolph. We have Krampus and Bumble.
3: Yes. Hi, Ernie. Hi, Lisa.
4: Ernie, Ernie. Little
3: Lisa Emerald. There we are. Hey, Sale. I miss you, Lisa. <laughs> Look, so I always called her Little Lisa Emerald. We're
4: we're in our in our festive gear. Well, sort of. We got our hats on. I'm super and, festive
3: um, for the holidays.
4: Yeah, I think, I'm wearing
3: my Halloween leggings. <laughs>
4: wow. So uh, tonight's gonna be an awesome.
3: Hi, Tony Deville.
4: Tonight is going to be interesting because um, Oh,
3: look, it says hi Psychic Cindy That's cool Hi, Ted Vienta
4: Hi We're going to be talking to um, a gentleman that has got a Well, yeah, I'm busy here You can relax here Um, We're going to be talking to a gentleman that is is going to be premiering on a brand new um, TV show on Travel Channel Um, It is called um, Ghost Loop and his name is Sean Austin. Oh, candy cane is in my way. So he's going to be joining us here. Uh, Ghost Loop uh, premieres um, this Friday, uh, December 27th at 10 p.m. on Travel.
3: I did it tonight too.
4: Yeah. So um, make sure you tune in, check it out, um, and see what happens. It's a one-hour-long program. It's called Ghost Loop, and they are a team of experts. It says here, paranormal investigator um, and medium Sean Austin, Empath Chris Starr, researcher and tech advisor Chris Califf, design specialist Eric Vitel, and uh, tech support Matt Lytle, uh, first uh, first, I, examine. first examine the researcher client's property and history, and perform a preliminary par- paranormal investigation. Taking their facts and findings, they formulate a plan that be- that they believe will help stop the haunting. Hmm. Um which is very cool. That is cool. But they cool do part. a lot of testing from what I – I was doing some more re- research on it earlier, and um, they do a whole bunch of different things, which I think is – a lot of it is um, – God, I lost the word all of a sudden. Boom, it's gone. I've already been doing that earlier. Um, trigger <laughs> effects. They're using a lot of trigger oh, effects. Oh,
3: nice. Yes, and, yes, yes. Um,
4: To see – you know, And I think it's going to be very interesting. I think it's going to be a fun little show. It's,
3: but it's really cool what they're doing. I mean, it's saying that they're building um, different things like train compartments from the 1900s era, replicating a tavern from the 1850s, or constructing yep. a 19th century baby's nursery.
4: Yep. It's pretty yep. crazy. Yeah, so I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Ghost Design, which I loved, because they created all these uh, gadgets to catch a ghost. Right, right, right. Um, but these guys are trying to find a, re- a way to get rid of them and trying to use trigger effects. I believe that's the correct way to put it. And we will be chatting with uh, Sean here shortly.
3: I have more people to say hi to, please.
4: All right, go for it.
3: All right, I have. Hi, Karen. Hi, Jim Miller. Hi, Adam Briggs. Hi, Glenn LaRocca. Hey, Marcus. Hi, Mama. Hi, Dana. Hi, Ramon. Hi, Sarah, and hi, Desiree. Okay, I need this for a second. <laughs> I'll just steal it. So yeah, fine. just
4: steal it. Go right ahead.
3: Uh, yeah, Tony, we finally got to watch your episode. Looked and sounded great. Very proud. Oh, was that from last night? Hi, David Siler.
4: Maybe. 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 I don't know, but I was on with those guys last night. It was a lot of fun. I know. Um, I
3: missed it.
4: Yeah, it was great. It was bad. a lot of fun.
3: I was I was so busy yesterday because so our holiday in yours was on Saturday, which is Yule. But it's
4: a three day event, by the way.
3: It's more than that. Well, actually, it's a
4: three day event.
3: So we actually celebrated yesterday and I cooked all day and had fun opening gifts. And it was just a lot of fun. I cooked for like 22 people or something
4: yeah that's 23
3: cool. including me and and <laughs> 24 um because my my cousin came later her son didn't want any but um so she and i had keto uh
0: nice.
3: chicken and dumplings nice. and everybody else had regular chicken and dumplings but nice. i did i did uh, have a couple people try my keto version and they said you need to do that instead of nice. this version.
4: Nice. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, I want to. Uh, those. This is this is a cool holiday. My favorite of uh, of all time, though, is okay. is, is sewing. It's always going to be Halloween. It's uh, you know. It's,
3: I love sewing. And
4: uh, but it's it's cool because that's actually our New Year. I mean, that's it is. You know, it's it's great. But um, I one of the other things I want to talk about is I, I've been listening to a new
2: podcast,
4: and because uh, the unbelievers podcast right now is on hiatus. For, christmas right and so i i uh I, I was a guest on um oh what the hell now i can't think of the name uh ghost um god figures i can't even remember the name of the damn thing now <laughs> my my mind is gone i don't know don't oh uh paranormal punchers and, um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that they interviewed fun. me a year or two ago, and it was, it was quite a fun show, so I started listening to them because they're sort of like us a little bit, mm-hmm. and um, so I started listening to them again, They they brought up um, the, the whole Russian Bigfoot Yeti oh, incident yeah, yeah, that yeah. happened with the uh, teenagers um, from the Russian expedition that were all murdered or killed.
3: What? I didn't even read it. Is that the one that we had the the piece
4: about um the uh, uh this one was from like 1950 oh no in i don't i guess yeah. i don't
3: know about that one. Oh my gosh that's terrifying
4: yeah so um they were doing that and it's so funny that it all came around full circle because i turned on the tv and here it is on tv so um it was really cool so everything about bigfoot lately has been showing itself to me and i'm not sure why mm. um interesting still, it's pretty cool
3: yeah
4: um but I'm really excited about hearing from Sean. I can't wait to talk with him to talk about this new show
3: mm-hmm. to
4: see what it's all about in his words. Yeah. Um, not just us looking it up. You know what correct, I mean? Correct, correct. And, and and seeing what it's all about and the, the the festivities. I mean this is this is great. I mean Christmas is two days away. Right. You know It's crazy, and, right? Uh, it's crazy. Two
3: days away. Yeah, and it makes okay, Christmas. Okay, how many this is what we should have put for the poll. How many of you are ready for Christmas? Do you have your presents wrapped? No. Do you have a bunch of Amazon packages in your closet? No. Do you have (laughs) dinner planned for Christmas?
4: Are you going to be sitting in your lounge chair, your Lazy Boy, talking to Krampus the whole time, drinking beer and giving high fives? Yes, probably that's what I'll be doing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's his character.
4: Yeah, he's going to be coming to your house.
3: No! He's not. Hi, Jack.
4: Yeah, he needs Hi, to. Hi,
3: Peggy. He
4: needs to eat a couple little Hi, boys Amy. I know that live there. And, uh... <laughs> You're
3: mean.
4: <laughs>
3: You're mean. Facebook is get it, is great at sponsoring your feed. You
4: are terrible.
3: Oh, well, really, they sponsor my feed. That's awesome. That's good. It's all done. Oh, Chanel says hers is all done nice. and more. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Chanel, you get a gold star yeah yeah because i wasn't even ready for my mine i didn't even get to so i put show your show your thing that i gave you yep so little clementines and candy canes i always put in the kids um stockings and when i say kids i mean all my nieces nephews my sons my daughter her husband um i give everybody a stocking. Well, this year I didn't have time to do stockings, and I probably wouldn't have had enough. I mean, I even do Jessica's friends, cousins, and stuff like that.
4: So Santa's gonna fire you? Is that what you're saying?
3: Well, no, because I gave everybody their Clementine and their candy cane. Mm.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: I gave them all one.
1: Okay.
3: They all they they enjoy that. My if I were to stop, my niece would be like, "Where's my my stocking?" Well,
4: that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so
3: you can't stop stealing. You the know candy that whole games. that whole
4: it, it is the season for so many things to change. And right now there are a lot of paranormal shows coming to travel, or travel. Yeah, Travel Channel. And, oh, I got um, some more answers. And, stuff. and uh, so Travel Channel, and then um, there was a couple other um, programs now that are going to be doing some things like that to compete with Travel. Um, and because I don't know what network owns what network,
3: right? Right. So right. I
4: mean, it, it, things have changed so much that I, I'm just not—I'm not sure, you know, who owns what anymore. Right. But, but, right. You know, between History and Discovery and Travel <laughs> Channel and Destination America and uh, what was one of the like, A and uh, E, yeah. and they all have, or at one time had either ghost hunting shows right. or paranormal shows. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking a lot of them are still doing the repeats,
1: you mm-hmm. know, on some
4: of it to fill space. But yeah. hello, Mr. Sean, how are you? Good. 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 Okay, hang on just a minute. So I just want to see here um, from all the people that are here in the uh, chat room, um, kind of let us know that if, if Sean is, is echoing by any chance, because we need to go through this yeah, from last we week do. to make sure that that's not happening mm-hmm. and well, um, I, well i just
5: had you on speaker for a second so that might have knit that in the bud oh let's hope so
4: let's hope hopefully hopefully you're not echoing then because that would be yeah. great because that we, would be
3: fantastic we, 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 we've had
4: an issue from time to time uh, kind of like we're haunted here or something <laughs> I, I i don't really know <laughs> Huh? They have to, they goes to the territory and
5: do right. Some research, oh, my know?
4: God.
3: That would be so much fun. Okay, listen.
4: So you're going to go ahead and do that real quick for yeah. us, then, Cindy? All right.
3: Terrific Ted, sexy Cindy, and hot John. Great people. <laughs> so <David Whoa>. said. <laughs> D- who said that? Dave.
4: Dave. Tyler. Oh, well. So
3: Dave says packages and closets still need to go buy wrapping paper. Barry says, I can't believe it, but I'm ready for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Hi, Philip. Hi, Tim. Nice. And Peggy said, as ready as I'll ever be.
4: <laughs>
3: and uh Dave says, I have an excuse not to be done shopping. Been out of heat for three days Ooh. at the house. Oh wow. no. Just got it fixed today. Oh my gosh. I hope it was warmer today, Dave.
4: Man, if I was out of my heat, gosh. I'd be like sitting on that register, you know what oh, I mean? Oh my gosh. Be... Well
3: it would be cold, so don't sit on the register if it's cold. Jeez Louise. Oh, Barry says no echo here with Sean. Good. And Jason said everything sounds pretty good. And Dave says no sound or no echo. And <laughs> Peggy says <laughs> no,
2: sound. <laughs> no sound. Well, that would suck. No, no, sound. No, no, no echo.
3: <laughs> no yeah, echo. I can do that. Uh, and hi um, to Craig as well. All right so. So we're gonna, we're gonna All
4: right, so we're gonna we're gonna get into. good here. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go in here. And, um, Sean, and,
3: and, and what? And what, 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 Sean is Chanel. loud and cleared here. Oh,
4: awesome. Okay. So it looks like you got the thumbs up from our, from all of our watchers on the chat room, which I'm is great to hear that. So Sean, nice <laughs> to meet you, sir.
3: Nice to meet you.
5: Yeah. Nice to meet you guys. as Well,
4: I mean, we've had, I, we're friends on Facebook of course, but you know, we've never really met met. I don't think. Right. Right. <laughs>
5: That's how it goes, I guess, in the paranormal community sometimes.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wind up with five thousand people and you know like fifty. <laughs> yeah Well, yeah. Pretty much.
3: Well, we meet so many at the paracons and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that
4: is true. That is true. So Sean, why uh, you know what I have on you is uh, um oh. um pretty much is your You got stuff on him. I got you. stuff on him, man. Oh. I was I was stalking the man.
3: Good. And, good, uh, very good. He's he so- scary.
4: <laughs> He's quiet, so I don't know. He's probably there going, uh, what the hell?
3: <laughs> um, Fine, Sean. We're the good stalkers. Yeah.
4: <laughs> right? he's, he's hoping. He's hoping. Right. Um, anyways, well, I have a little snippet here that I'm going to read real quick to, our, to the fan base that is watching right now. It says, yeah. Sean Austin began investigating 11 years ago uh, when he gathered his first paranormal evidence in a graveyard. Uh, which happened to be an EVP recording of a young girl's voice. He later apprenticed with noted demonologist Ralph Sarchi. That's how I'm going to say it because I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Um, (laughs) Under whom Sean learned the craft of paranormal investigation, mediumship, and demonology. A practicing Catholic, Sean feels that paranormal investigation is his calling, not only to bring ease to the living, but also peace to those spirits trapped on this plane. Uh, Sean Hales from Winchester, New York And is the author of the book uh, Shadow Chasers So that's what I have As a little excerpt here To kind of introduce him to the crowd Going wild Oh there we go Perfect We just gave him the clap
3: The clap (laughs) I hope you enjoyed us giving you the clap
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is he on LSD?
4: No, I'm not, I'm not But anyway, I told you, I told I told Sean ahead of time I said, Sean, it's going to be wild, it's going to be fun Just sit back in your lazy chair with a drink And, and just, sit. it'll be fun
2: <laughs> so Warning, warning hmm. Bullshitter alert <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical call.
4: So we just like to have everybody come here and, and hang out with us on, you know, phone, via, whatever, and just be relaxed and have a good time. You know, we'll get to everything, yeah. and uh, it'll just be very relaxed and fun. So we hope you right. enjoy this. We really do.
3: Right. right. Hang in. Hang in for the ride. All
4: right. So now that we got a little bit of information on you, I so said that 11 years ago you started out. And the whole reason you got into it was an EVP, or your first evidence was was an EVP. What actually got
5: you started, though, to even go to a graveyard
4: and get something
5: like that? Okay, so um, actually uh, a friend of mine who's a huge, huge, probably the biggest skeptic I've ever met in my life. Um, we- I wanted him to experience something. <laughs> so I took him to a local cemetery that had a lore of three women in white that would chase you out. And I took him there one night, and um, in the process, he's giggling, laughing the whole time, but um, I actually, we were in front of this little girl's grave, um, and her name is Jenny, and um, I remember recording um, a little piece of audio, and I thought I heard something, um, but I didn't realize until the next night um, when I listened back to the recordings and had a little girl respond to my question, and it was just my defining moment, Um, you know, full-on body chills, freaked out, um, scared, but also exhilarated, and it just drew me into the paranormal, and I started going out to investigate to increase the tiers um, of experience that I could potentially have figuring out different questions to get different answers. And, you know, things just happen really quickly. I mean, actually three weeks between two to three weeks after I went to the cemetery, with that little girl, I saw a shadow of a little girl at the corner of my bed and disappeared in my old apartment. Um, so my experiences started to happen really rampant, really quickly, and in the process triggered a spiritual awakening with me that led to the medium abilities I have that I'm still developing um, and honing to this day. Wow.
3: Fantastic!
5: Wow, he was really good, right to the point. That
4: was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that, that's a very cool though. I mean, it, it to have an experience and then, oh and then have it just blow you out of the water and just like one right after the other and after the other, you know what I mean? So I mean, it's, yeah, I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute today a little bit, but seed, no,
3: I mean, I'm just curious. No,
4: I, uh, I, I <laughs> no, um, Coke zero, but,
3: uh, right. <laughs> it's. That could do it too. Yeah,
4: apparently. <laughs> but it's like, I remember my first experience. I had something similar. Uh, a cousin of mine told me that um, he there was. It's in Pen Yan, New York. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, um, hmm. Sean. But in Pen the Yan, there's a, a cemetery there, and there's apparently a headstone um, of a witch that died there. Apparently. Really. And um, her face. Apparently, this this is all just story. This is right. the lore. Mm-hmm. That if you threw something at the headstone. Her face will appear and throw it back to you. Throw it back at you ten to, tenfold, ten times worse than huh. you threw it. Huh? Now I do know the a story. Mm-hmm. That um, a young kid um, threw a branch, like a, a twig or something, at it, and as he was trying to run away after throwing it, he had tripped over a bigger branch and actually hit a headstone and broke his leg.
1: Oh my God.
4: So it was like. If you don't believe in coincidences, you know, then you yeah, know what is it? That's crazy. So you know, but we were raised with stuff like that.
1: Yeah. You know,
4: but uh I, I never really researched it any farther than that, but it it's kinda that's cool. Lore. That's it's it's that's lore. Cool, it's exactly lore. it. But don't you find, Sean, that in graveyards it's like that's where everybody has to go first and I think that's that's <laughs> that's definitely where everybody goes first. But
5: yeah to be, I mean it's the easiest access to just be able to go to a local cemetery and just get a couple of EVPs. I mean, it's just, that's just one of those things. I mean, when you first get involved, it's not like, okay, I'm just going to go to these dozen <laughs> places that I can get permission to rent out for the night and investigate. I mean, you're just, it's not that right. easy, obviously. Like we, we get locations through um, connections and networking with people and starting being involved in the field and reaching out to people and just, you know, constantly going out there. I mean, it's just kind of, circulates throughout all of us in the community so I mean yeah I mean obviously that's what I was doing I was just going to cemeteries and my experiences were definitely um happening pretty quickly um but yeah I mean obviously that's the easiest and and I always say to everybody you got to read up I mean I was reading up about stuff too I mean the first book that I re- um I read was The Demonologist by Ed Lorraine Warren I thought it was a really easy amazing informative book that kind of you know, formulated, uh, an idea of like the worst case scenarios and some of the things that can happen while you investigate and the things, um, that can take place when it comes to how, you know, negative entities can attack you psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, and so forth. Um, so it was during the process of just going on investigating. So I always tell people, it's really good to read up on informative books to give you kind of like a, you know, just a molding of how you're going to approach everything and how to protect yourself. Um, in those types of scenarios that definitely can take place because again, we can't obviously Fight spirits with guns or fists. Um, you're going to have to have something uh, a little bit more defined uh, spiritually to protect yourself. Right. Right.
3: Absolutely. Unless
5: of course you're like the Ghostbusters and you
4: have the proton pack. <laughs> <laughs> you know that would be a little bit too easy. <laughs>
2: yeah, right, it would be. Right, but you know, could right. you
4: imagine like so? You know, you want to join a, a paranormal group or a ghost hunting group, and they ask you, it's "Like, so when did this come to light? Um, when did you decide?" <laughs> Um, when did you
3: decide? Well, I don't think it's usually
0: is... a choice. I think
3: we're called <laughs> no, what doing was, this what, kind I of think, stuff. what I was
4: thinking was, was like, um, <laughs> just one day I happened by a graveyard and, um, you know, skipping along like Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> <her.
2: Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. And
4: laughs>
2: <laughs> day thirty.
4: <laughs> is it already? All right, so Sean, you got to hold on a minute because we got to we got to we got to pay a bill our, real quick. We're gonna take a commercial. Uh, We will be right back. Don't go Go for it. Thank you.
2: All right. Let's go.
0: February 29th and March 1st, 2020. Write it down. The Rochester Winter Parafest is back with celebrities from the Haunted Case Files (laughs) Paranormal 911, Paranormal Survivor, Monster Quest, Ghost of Shepherdstown, Ghost of Morgan City, Ink Masters, and so much more. There will be researchers in the field of Bigfoot, UFOs, ghosts, hauntings, and even psychic readers. But it doesn't stop there. There will be vendors with stones, candles, art, tattoos, comics, jewelry, horror, and more. There's also free lectures. And the best part of all of this is that it's for a fundraiser for a local veterans organization. It will be held at the Valley Oak Event Center and Comfort Inn next to Denny's Restaurant, 4242 Lakeville Road in Geneseo, New York, February 29th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and March 1st, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information, go to winterparafest.com. We hope to see you there.
1: Hey there. My name is Justin Brown founder and lead investigator of Interface Death Paranormal Research, producer and host of My Paranormal Soapbox and the Necromancer Live Show, producer, director, and cinematographer for Shadowport Studios, freelance photographer and conceptual and graphic designer of Deadlight LLC. Now that you have heard my credentials, it's time you got to know me better. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, I go live on My Paranormal Soapbox on Facebook youtube periscope and twitch on the show i talk about the most popular paranormal topics and give you my opinions and in return hear are yours also biweekly weekly on wednesdays at 8 p.m eastern i go live on the necromancer live show where i interview authors psychics and paranormal investigators through the show i strengthen the paranormal community through support and unity also, I lead a team of psychics, first responders, and technicians who investigate the most haunted places in the Midwest in the attempt to document our endeavors to gather data, learn history, and explore the paranormal and share it through documentary filmmaking. Along the way, we try to correlate science with the paranormal. Our goal is to remove the para from the paranormal. Follow me into the unknown at interfacedeath.net.
0: Are you looking for one-of-a-kind handmade jewelry? G by the Sea is an online store that offers handmade sea glass jewelry. Each piece has been hand-selected off the beaches of Galveston, Texas, and the shape has not been manipulated. Visit us at gbythesea.com for unique and handmade jewelry or email jewelry at gbythesea.com. It's not only a piece of jewelry, it's history. You're listening to WLFE VB Radio. Now, back to our program. Hi, we're
3: back.
4: <laughs> Real quick, you want to say I'm hi gonna... to those people there? there?
3: Yep, I'm going to say hi to They're Chris.
4: Mm-hmm. Barry, <laughs>
3: Barry, put those non away. There you go. I actually just ate one of Cuddy's. Um, VB Radio now. That's
0: your program. It's
3: not in keto. By yeah, way. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Reindeer poop.
3: Reindeer poop. No, uh, hi to Leanne Sanders. Hooper.
4: And yes, sorry, I got a Leanne Hooper over here. When oh, the hi, I Leanne.
3: I have Raymond Downey and Mark Kyes.
4: No, and I have Diane Reamer McCarthy and Robin Kale as well. So they, and, uh, we're Sammy filling up. And
3: Grace and Thomas Dufourie Schmidt.
4: That's cool. We're filling up. That's awesome. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, you know, I I, I kind of looked it up. I think it was December 27th. That's when the hey, show. Robert. Sorry. That's when. That's okay. <laughs> I'll just beat you with my candy cane.
0: Okay.
3: Um,
4: so December, it's Friday, the twenty seventh at ten o'clock. I believe that's the right time. Ten o'clock is when Friday this new 10? show. That Wait, you're on which
3: station travel? On travel. Oh, that's, um, that's where. Um,
4: Ghost Nation Ghost was. Ghost Nation uh, yeah. was. Yep. So, Mister Sean, you want to enlighten us on the show a little bit? Sean is in the chat
3: room as well.
4: Oh, he's and in. That's Chris cool.
3: Sanders says, "Ah, Sean, my dude."
1: <laughs> what up chris
4: what up chris <laughs> all right so why don't you give us a statement on your
5: show that's that's going to be premiering yeah, here on, pretty- on friday absolutely so um yes yeah, so what we're um, using the term is ghost loop is basically um these spirits are manifesting characteristically the same over and over again whether it be appearing at a bedroom to a woman every single night at the same time there's some sort of thing in their mind consciously that we would call like a ghost loop and the type of activity as a whole that keeps occurring um and we're trying to figure out what that is and why it's there and what we do is we create an emotionally charged environment which is obviously a trigger environment obviously in the paranormal field we use trigger objects but we're just taking that sort of thing to the next level um and if you see the um You know, the teaser we just posted a few days ago, um, we recreated in 1800s or early 1900s, I forget, uh, a murder scene where this man lost his life um, and he was an abuser. Um, so we literally, um, created this whole room that would look most similar to what this man looked right before he had his last moments of his physical life in this planet, um, to try to get a really definitive types of activity, evidence, and responses to figure out how we can deal with this, um, spirit or entity, whether or not we have to force up the property or if it's willing to listen to us.
3: Hmm. So do you have somebody that is a spiritual person that can, actually like rid the property of this entity
5: so um i've developed uh, obviously my medium abilities um i you know obviously have you know blessed homes when i um you know cleanse a property typically so um yeah we we bless the home we cleanse the home regardless of anything but we try to like go down to an individual level with the spirit to figure out if we can actually like help the spirit if they're willing to listen to us and not just try to force them and displace them off a location, because obviously they're consuming the moment's, um that led to their death, whether it be guilt or they're they're scared of judgment, um, you know, 'cause they were a bad person, like this gentleman obviously was historically speaking and, and the facts that we discovered through research. Um it just depends on the scenario of the types of spirits and why they're there. And then we'll just situate it involved with the research, the preliminary investigation, and the ultimate of um, you know, finding out what we're gonna do for the emotionally charged environment um with the trigger environment ultimately.
3: That's awesome. I like that. Um do you you have another medium on the show with you though as well or no?
5: Um I'm the only medium. Um there's another um female on the team her name is Chris. Uh she has uh empathic sentient type um, of ability so she kind of taps into feeling emotions of spirits and so forth so it's another piece of the puzzle we can use on the investigation and obviously it's you know the best thing to be able to work synergistically together with all the you know roles that we have to get definitive answers for the person or the family we're trying to help with what they're experiencing.
3: Absolutely, that's really exciting. I really love that you guys are actually trying to find a solution for the families, as opposed to just yeah. going in and, yep, you got something here, and then leaving. Like, yeah, and
5: I, <laughs> I, absolutely. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I've been live streaming on my Periscope for about five years now, and um, I've really honed in on really showing that next level of respect to spirits because they're not spiritual zoo animals. They do a backflip for us and then we get them on camera and take off. Like I want them to know, I want them to see it on my aura that I have genuine intent and willingness to stop what I'm doing and do whatever it takes to try and help them and be appreciative and humble that they're showing any sort of instance of activity so we can learn through that in the process and we can all help each other um, yeah. by having that intent on both sides of the fence and, both sides of these dimensions that we're separately in. Hmm,
1: that's that's cool. awesome. That
5: is very cool. Now, I got a...
4: I don't know if I can get it to work, but I got the Premiere here, I believe. It would yeah. be audio only, but let me see if I can get. Hi, to play it. Hi, David. Let me see if I can play it here.
0: What? Sure. Oh,
3: it's like uh, almost five minutes long. That's pretty cool.
4: Yeah, but no, uh, it's...
3: What just
4: don't play it th- down
3: there?
4: I know, but I don't think it's uh gonna work. I'm not hearing anything. No. Oh. So all okay. right, well we'll try I'll try and figure it out before the yeah, you know, right after it. the next break and we'll see if yeah. I can get it to work. But yeah, yeah, there's um, a there's
5: a there's a teaser. The teaser's thirty seconds long and it's on my uh, my social media if you want to just use oh, that. Oh, is it? it oh work. okay, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll just do that then.
4: <laughs> so um, Yeah, I, I see upcoming up well I was looking at here for the upcupping coming upcoming. Jesus, I can't talk. Upcupping Uncupping. I, I wanna yes, I want to yes, show yes, what the yes. upcupping is. Coming episodes. <laughs>
3: I just want to um, see what an upcupping
4: Yeah, I know, me too. I, when but we they're take showing queens. January third, January tenth. Um but I just want to say here. so you have so it's yourself uh, Chris Starr, Chris Califf, is that how I'm, is that right? And yes. Eric Vitale and, and uh, uh, Matt, Matt Lytle. Lytle. Those are, those are uh, your group that you're working with. Okay.
3: Perfect.
4: Cool, cool.
3: So how did you guys all get together? Like, oh, Well,
4: this is really, did you see this? This is really cool about that. I mean, if you wanted to read that. I'll read can it. Can you see it?
3: Yep, of course. Yes, I can.
4: I didn't know if you could see it.
2: Sorry. <laughs>
3: Uh, For the bold, daring and spontaneous, those adventurers who embrace the thrill of the unexpected, those risk takers who aren't afraid of a little mystery. If you're up for anything, down for whatever, and above all, love great stories, journey on to Travel Channel, where more than you expect and everything you didn't know that you were looking for. Reaching for, um, reaching more than 82 million U.S. cable homes, Travel Channel is the world's leading travel media brand. Fans also can visit Travel Channel for more information so or interact them, you know, yeah, with other fans through Facebook, etc. cetera. Yeah.
4: yeah, I just wanted to plug that a little bit because I like what it says because people yeah. are like, what is travel? Like, I, It's amazing how many people still go, what is Travel Channel? Where do I find it? Mm-hmm. You know, so
2: it's like thirty six for so us cool. or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: To me it's like two seventy seven on direct T V or something. But I, yeah. I, I love you know I love watching. It's like my I it's love like travel, automatic.
3: Travel channel. Yeah, yeah.
4: You know, push the button, it's there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You so, know I don't
3: have cable anymore, so right.
4: So uh, so you guys have obviously done ten, ten ten episodes for this for the new uh, one, right? I mean Uh, it's, this uh was eight the- episodes. Eight episodes.
5: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So you've done
4: eight <laughs> episodes for the premiere. Um now I'm assuming this is pretty much all over the United States.
5: Yes, we definitely bounced around the country.
4: <laughs> that's great. That's great. And you've
3: Robert says upcupping is when you raise the glass.
4: Uh, I don't know. Upcupping
3: sounded like you were taking somebody's anatomy.
4: No, that's not what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> but and up cupping anyway, it. That's fair. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible.
3: It's but hysterical. um hysterical So
4: <laughs> you've you've come across, I guess over eleven years of doing this, you've come across some really cool Oh look,
0: Eric Videlli is on here now.
3: That's
4: cool. You've come Please. across some really cool um
5: cases, I'm sure, right? Yes. Oh yeah. I mean I've I've done many cases and obviously like um, being mentored by Ralph when it comes to the extreme cases of the demonic. I mean, I was, I was on the show the demon files with him where we did the pilot series on destination America about four years ago, Um, four and a half years ago. God, time flies. Um, So yeah, I mean, I've traveled, I've traveled around the country. I've done, you know, probably hundreds of of investigations. Um, I've slept in haunted locations, stayed in there a week at a time. I actually used to have my own radio podcast, um, you know, so I, I, within the first year or two, it, it, you know, things happened really quickly for me when it came to the paranormal, like my passion just got so such a surge right away because I was experiencing things so quickly and I was accepting right. everything that was happening to me that I literally was doing backstrokes in, in everything that I could think of. Like I was just going out just for the, you know, to learn and understand it. But then it started to incorporate with just getting out there, meeting people and networking, leading me to meet, meeting Ralph and learning about demonology from him and then being on the demon files and never thought that the paranormal would be something about, you know, uh, an opportunity to be like on TV or something like that. Um, Cause I just went out because the experience was so profoundly, um, you know, surreal as it is. Um, but now obviously it's my passion, just like music. Cause I was just, you know, I'm on, a singer songwriter before I was a parental investigator and so forth. So, you know, it's right up there with music. I mean, they're two, my two favorite things that I'm truly passionate about. And um, you know, anything that involves me to do something involving me with the, you know, my passions, I'm all about it. And to be able to have the chance to or an opportunity to help families that I would never be able to reach on my own dime. Cause obviously we don't charge for this sort of thing and have, um, you know, the backing to do so, uh, you know, with a network. Um, that's why, you know, I love to be a part of this project and have that opportunity. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's that. So we know where he is at least uh, mm-hmm. the normal question I was going to ask next was, you know, okay. I, so, you know, uh, so obviously you're a believer with everything that, that, that you've been through and, and with your development.
3: Right I would say that he probably was even because he's a medium, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean obviously that's well, what I'm
4: saying, so obviously he's a, he's a believer, so you know um, that,
3: listen, yeah. we're just stalking your page, and i I saw a burger on there, and I'm super hungry, so that was wrong. saying <laughs> show, and then there was yeah. a creepy doll that I just had to look over and I saw the creepy doll. I'm like, ah, so I have a burger and I have a creepy doll. And now I'm not hungry anymore. No, I'm yeah. just
4: kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm At 30 second, uh, da, da, da. this must be it, right here. Maybe
3: that's
4: it. Yeah.
3: Let's check. Yes. It out. Oh no. Yeah, Let's yeah. see if it plays. Oh no, that's the five minute,
4: almost five minute one. Oh, that one is five minutes. It's. So All right. We'll find sound. it. We'll like, find it's it. So funny. Yeah, we'll find it when we get more time. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the fact that you know you worked with the guys with uh, uh, Deb, um, Demon files, right? And mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm trying to <laughs> you're stay so focused close here. To my ears. I know, I'm sorry. Living, and you're um, too
3: close to my ears. Back off.
4: Okay. All right. <laughs> and uh, um, there's a lot of shows that have come and gone, and that's one of them. Unfortunately, that you know isn't yeah. you know uh, on mainstream anymore. You can still watch some of the old episodes and stuff, but they were great guys. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. I love the show myself. So I'm really um, interested to see your uh new show you know ghost loop to see how this goes i mean um all the new shows that travel has been putting out there and it seems like they're manufacturing them like very quickly honestly but um right and how are you dealing this is kind of a, a, a gonna be off the beaten path i guess in some sense but I know you watch social media, and so there's a lot of people out there talking about this as in uh, all the ghost hunting shows, paranormal shows. There's a lot of negative stuff to, that, that, that's out there. How are, you, how are you dealing with it? I mean, are you getting anything like that, or is it uh, you doing Okay.
5: I mean, I've seen a couple of little things about us. I mean, obviously, some people assume that we're talking about residual hauntings, and people saying that they, you know, came up with it first. I mean, it's it's something that we've always dealt with in the parent community. People just jumping on each other. I mean you know i just want to be able to do what i do do it well bring great evidence bring spiritual awareness with that evidence and be able to help people and spirits in the process i really don't care what people think um, you're always going to have people that are going to dog you and 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 shit on you but then you're going to have people that really take to heart what you're saying and what you you know what you're presenting to them and you can make a difference with one person or a million people but you're still making a difference and again exactly. i'm involved with my passion so i'm appreciative and humbled to be any level I mean to this level to be back on tv again is is a huge opportunity and again this is involving um, trying to help families and bring an example of that and you know again I, you know something on the show that I really wanted to push for is trying to help spirits and show evidence of crossing over spirits now I want to say that you know with my medium abilities I, I you know I, sometimes I'll get a a lot where like it'd be like a flash of vision of a white dove, which would be a female crossing over or a white horse. But I don't want people just to say, okay, Sean, you know, he's saying that a spirit's crossing over. What I actually do is I leave the say for instance a spirit box on and I say a prayer for them. I do a visualization of white light and I encourage, you know, their loved ones to come to the light to give them the incentive to go. And some of the responses that I've been getting for the last five you know four or five years on Periscope live in front of thousands of people without any editing is just some of that stuff I was able to present on the show. And I'm really excited for people to witness that sort of thing because you really don't see that level of respect to spirits. It's not just about the people, but the, you know, ghosts are human spirits that once lived in the physical plane. They have not let go of their human life for whatever the reason. And to be able to connect with them on that level. Um, And I think some of these trigger environments could actually, you know, help some of them, you know, because you're not just dealing with one spirit um, a lot of the times in some of these properties. Now, when we talk about the ghost loop itself, this one individual spirit, it's presenting, manifesting in this one area all the time. Characteristically it's activity is very similar. We need to figure out what it's trying to do, try to get a message across, but then you end up, you know, Incorporating a lot of other spirits that are on the property as well. So, I mean, if there's any spirits that want help, I want to be able to try and help them as well.
3: Yeah, I agree completely. And we were just talking in the chat room. Christina, one of my girlfriends, said, Yes, love his attitude. And I said, Me too, Christina. Yeah. I, I love the respect that you're giving to spirit, and you're not just another one of those goddamn shows that are just going in and showing any kind of evidence i'm thankful and i have so much respect for you guys that you are respecting spirits. that, that yeah out.
5: and you, spirits know your intent so if you have ulterior motives for materialistic reasons right. um they're going to smell that off you and they're going to see it in your aura and and if, if there's a lot more mm-hmm. investigators that had that genuine intent I think that they would, you know, a lot more spirits would gravitate towards people like that and show a lot of reciprocation of of evidence because they know that we can mutually try to help each other and use the information and evidence but, you know, make it more of a uh team effort to help them and then they can help us learn through evidence as well um in the entire process. Um, And, again, that's why, you know, spirits gravitate towards children all the time because they're the most innocent creatures of us all, and they haven't been contaminated by the rational perspectives of, you know – this world uh, at that impressionable stage um you know they want to be known they these human spirits want to feel like they're human so when we actually acknowledge them we do give them that energy and they're so desperate for it for so many different reasons so um that's why i'm always ready to do whatever it takes to try and help them and show that humble appreciativeness of you know what they're doing for us by learning through I- the evidence they give us yeah. I can feel
1: that.
4: I mean, the way he talks and the way it comes across, I can feel it from you. But yeah, so I just noticed that. that.
3: So I didn't. We we <laughs> put up the. Remember, I told you the almost. We said that we found the almost five-minute video, but we didn't read, read like it. the headline of what what it says. The YouTube video says it says. Do you want me to read it or do yeah, you Yeah, go it? ahead. Go ahead. It says Ghost Predict TV series Ghost Loop on Travel Channel a year before it happens. I read it. Teddy told me he points to it and I read it and I literally got goosebumps all over, which is uh, everybody on here knows that the truth has been spoken when you get goosebumps or the chills. So that's fantastic. so, so, So tell us about that.
5: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, um yeah, I, I literally had this video, because um, this took about a year and a half to get this project off the ground, so obviously we had the concept of Ghost Loop and the whole thing, and you, you guys know the whole drill, I mean, you you speak, you know, get the producers, and then you got to put a sizzle thing ready to present to the network, and, you know, at the time, it was just, um, you know, there was four of us, and we, we added the fifth, you know, person, which was, you know, Chris, Um, and I literally the day before is the first time that I spoke with any of the producers on the project and I was live streaming on Periscope the next day. Um, in the cemetery that I actually wrote about in my book Shadow Chaser because I've had so many experiences Um, and my grandparents are buried there and this one specific day uh, my grandparents their names and saying I'm his grandfather and grandma constantly and and just mentioning it so many times and I'm just like why today why are they coming through so much today and when you see in the clip I ask why are they coming through you hear they want to talk and I'm like they want to talk about what And then literally just you hear ghost loop idea, the five of you leave, it says TV near new series next year. And it was just like, and everybody in the chat was asking me if I had a TV show that I was that was coming out and I couldn't say a word it was still in like the beginner stage we didn't even we weren't even greenlit. I mean, it wasn't until a year and a half, you know, pretty much later. I mean, and uh, I saved that video because I was so astounded that they literally predicted it, um, as 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 well as um, – <laughs> it's strange because I was hearing Travel Channel in my head psychically for about uh, two years. And actually, Eric, when I started bringing him on investigations with me, um, he was with me um, at a place, and I told him about it. And look, look, he's on the show with me now. I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting <laughs> how things work out, but – that's yeah.
3: amazing.
5: <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling, Sean, that, that that spirits love you. I have a feeling that they're really I looking. I love
0: your energy. Yeah,
4: I think that that's like he's a a light. I guess in some sense, he's drawn yeah, them hey, to yeah. him, and I think they know his intent. Yeah, you know? so that's I huge, think, right?
5: Yeah. So I I, I yeah. I'm loving it.
4: Loving it, brother. I'm loving it, yeah, uh, yeah, they they
5: look out for me, and that's what I'm saying when you have that genuine intent and you want to try to help every single spirit you come in contact with, they will look out for you, and it's really interesting, like we talk about spirit guides, but I really th- I feel like some of these earthly bound spirits like that are just not capable of crossing over or maybe they're still scared that stick yeah. around to me, and they know that I've tried to help them, they try to help me. And they'll give me information. They'll tell me, like, a spirit that's around or or, or predict something. They'll, they'll warn me something. It's very interesting. It's very fascinating. But, again, that's why, you know, I think if a lot more people approached it that way, the level of reciprocation would be absolutely um, defining for the field um, if people really had that attitude uh, more so overall.
2: Well, well I,
5: I agree, too,
4: because I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, there are certain shows, and and some that aren't I haven't, aren't they're not even on TV anymore. But you know, and and it's the same if you're you're out and you happen to be uh, kind of tagging along with an old group or something or friends that are out doing it. But I think you know where I'm going to go with this. They they tend to do things a little, um, I don't know, just I, I guess
5: they do things they shouldn't be doing, and. uh <laughs>
4: Uh, right and, and it's
5: a... it's more of like a thrill seeking thing for for people like that right. like they treat it like it's going to great adventures or Disneyland and they're just trying to get a thrill experience but they don't realize that you're dealing with real spiritual ramifications and you know what people and spirits are are going through they were human just like us so we got to show them that mutual respect we all come from the same light source we're all brothers and sisters from that we you know we all are god's children and um we need to treat them just like that i mean it's not it's because of the you know the cliche of watching hollywood movies it's almost like as if ghosts were like a separate species from us but we're the same thing without physical bodies it's just our consciousness of energy that's transitioned into another dimension so we have to show that connection act out on that connection and respect it hmm.
4: well that's uh, you know i was I, I get it and i and i agree with you i i, I was just thinking while you were saying this of uh, of uh, 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 certain people in my mind mm-hmm. I went there of, of how they they go out and they provoke and they you know do all that stuff and it's just like you know I I, I constantly say this if I was a ghost <laughs> I would not do this so it's like why why would you know why would I respond to you if you're you're calling me names I wouldn't and say screw you right. and go away I mean I'd, I I I but, don't know but
3: maybe it's because we do so much residential
4: we do I, and we're, that's we're, it we're I mean not that's
3: going to like penn state where yeah, or yeah. what what is the other not penn state the the bad jails or the oh bad yeah well, prisons. we don't
4: we don't do that stuff i mean we we do I mean, residential Ninety percent, 95 percent residential so um yeah but we're is. there and, and, and we're there to help people and i think that's the basis of, of true paranormal investigation teams or ghost hunting teams that first started out i mean back in the mm-hmm. 80s i mean that's Yep. That's what you did. You went out there to help people. You didn't go out there for the thrill of the hunt, or. But, but
3: back then, though, we didn't think about um, that. There's a way to help cross over spirit. I feel like I don't feel well, like that was a big, huge,
4: like. No, I think it. I think it, small. Like it was very part small. Part of the plan. Right? No, no. It was a smaller thing. It was. It was uh, individuals. Um,
3: I mean, I remember doing that at the Main Street Armory when I did a it was called the world's go- largest um, ghost hunt. I think that's what, that's what they, they called use. it. Yeah. But I went in there and I made sure that I helped anybody cross over that wanted to go.
4: Right. I mean, I know that I was mean, in
3: 2011, I think it was.
4: I know with the uh, um, some of the Native American elders that I know and I know some of the gypsy elders that I have um, spoken to and stuff. I mean, in some cultures, they've always tried to do that, right. to do right by the Spirit. So, I mean, right. I think it really depends on what your intentions are, and I think back in the 70s and 80s, when this wasn't popular anyways, it because you were no. you were pretty much beat up if you did any of this <laughs> stuff, you know what I mean? You were you were called names, you were go sit in a corner, Teddy. And uh, no, Nobody put, put
2: a teddy in in the corner. you in a corner.
4: You know, stuff like that was happening and you're kind of like, okay, so you keep it to yourself or whatever, mm-hmm. but I know that when I was I was going out and I was trying to do these investigations, I was there because somebody asked me and they needed help. It was right. there was no other reason. And I never went in there to, you know, call them names or right. try to a lot of it was Why would
3: we do that? Yeah.
4: I mean, we
3: we can't say why would you because we know there are groups out there that do that kind yes, of shit.
4: They do, because they figure if they can't get a reaction in a nice way. If they become jerks, then they'll get their reaction. Well, right. you know, like I said prior, if I was a ghost and you're in there pitching a fit like some 16 or 17 year old kid, Jansen. guess what? <laughs> I, I'm not going to answer you. Right. I, I'm, I'm right. not. You know, because if I did, I'd be pissed off and I'd probably knock your Block ass off. out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just, it, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, they are well, kind of be- like the put out there. Hashtag people or ghosts or people, too. You Hashtag know, ghosts so? people, yeah. too. That's
3: right.
1: Yeah.
5: Um, you know, guess- I'd like to say, too, because, like, the only time that, like, I would consider, you know, provocation is okay in the way I was taught in my experience is if you're, you truly believe that you're dealing with like a, like an evil demonic type spirit because these things don't want to be recognized they don't want to manifest so they want to hide in the shadows so you have to force out the cockroaches into the light um, to really see what you're dealing with and you know that's the, that's the only time where I would provoke but if I and I use my medium abilities you know I use myself as my own piece of equipment and if I get that feeling then I might have to like try to you know if, if someone's getting attacked in the house I have to figure out what we're dealing with and that to me is the only reason when you have the intent to do problems because you're trying to figure out what you're dealing with in the house because right. people are getting attacked or if there's like kids involved, your intent is to help that family. But if your intent is to provoke for the sake of entertainment or for the materialistic self selfish gain for yourself, Um, The spirits know that, and there's no conception of time in the spirit realm, past, present, future, are the same thing. That invitation can be used at any time in your life, today, tomorrow, months, years, decades later, and people don't realize that. And they'll wait dormant very patiently um, until you have no clue it has anything to do with the paranormal to come and uh, attain that invitation that you gave them. Well, this is – he's like
3: – I'm not laughing at you, please, Sean.
5: Um, no, you're laughing at – I'm what,
3: laughing at what Marlene said. She said, Cindy, you really should get some puffs instead of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: true. I know. <laughs> you're I keep no, forgetting so. it. Yeah, we um, – I
3: keep forgetting it.
4: Cindy's job, uh, to kind of explain it real quick, Cindy's job here is to watch all the social media that gets posted, and we, we saw yeah. that you hopped on the one page, but we're on five or six different pages right now. I'm trying to watch one as well.
3: I have um, two that I'm watching. Yeah. yeah.
4: So um and So I
3: don't I'm not laughing at you. If you've heard me giggle, I'm not laughing at you. It's somebody that has said or, or something. Her,
4: or her son that's being or a my
3: g- son that's across he's that yeah. was my son. Yeah. So <laughs> who is sixteen.
4: Yeah, doesn't act it. But that's going <laughs> on
3: seventeen.
4: <laughs>
3: you know what that's from?
4: No, I don't. What? I don't.
3: Sixteen going on. I I just lost the tune.
4: Sorry, I don't know.
3: It's, it's um, Sound of Music. Oh, okay. It's one of the songs in there.
4: Sorry. Um, you
3: guys know it, right? Y- I, I'm sorry if I... Uh,
4: you, you think I in lyrics. we know, We know. I clodgered it. Yes. That's, that's fine. Yes. Now, <laughs> now there it was, and this is off the subject a little too, but there is also a new Bigfoot show. Oh, um, that really? I have been watching that is on Travel Channel. It what seems it like what I was saying is it seems like there's a lot, Expedition, Expedition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of,
0: yep. But
4: it seems like there is a lot of new shows hitting travel right now. And I'm really hoping that that the show with Sean is going to, you know, take off and, yeah. and stick because I, I really can't wait to see it.
3: I know. I'm really excited you know, to so see it, actually.
4: This, um, it, very knowledgeable young man you are, and and I love the way you're you're, you're pitching all this. It's, it's fantastic. You have the knowledge of. uh but he what, has even the
3: empathy with, for spirit. Well,
4: that's where I was going was that he has that as well. Excuse me, and uh, guys, don't forget two things here. You need um, to get the frame. Oh, am I out of the frame? Yeah. I'm sorry. I take up most it's of it. It's
3: actually. Um, it's not. It's not right. Okay. To be honest. All right.
4: Yeah. So, anyways, um, there is a poll. And make sure you guys take that poll mm-hmm. so we know can we, what's can going I read on. It? So, yeah, you can do the poll real so, quick. So,
3: who is your favorite holiday character? Santa is at 45%, Krampus is at 20%, Rudolph is at 25%, and Bumble is at 10%. I don't know who Bumble is. What does that mean? Really? What's Bumble? No,
4: let me see. Sean, do you know who Bumble is?
5: Bumble? Isn't that a dating site? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was- John. That was perfect. Sean, I love you so
3: much right now. That was awesome.
4: <laughs> have you ever heard the term Bumbles Bounce?
3: Mm, no.
4: Nope. It was on Rudolph. He oh. was a bumble.
3: Oh right. Remember the big yes. white big foot
4: looking thing? That's yes. a bumble.
3: Aww, bumble. Yes.
4: Um, he was one of my favorites growing up, but uh we did have a question of what is a uh, what is Krampus and
3: Krampus is the scary, scary, scary he is actually, Father Christmas. Well
4: yeah, he's uh <laughs> some would consider him Santa's shadow.
3: Yes, um, the, that's the, a great uh, way to put
4: it. Yeah, he's the he's the opposite of Santa. Um so he's the shadow of Sam, Santa is the best way to put it. Um, it is on Netflix. It is. You're right. I have so a we just
1: for him plug too.
4: that too. Why don't we? What's that plug? So, what <laughs> Netflix. So it's like uh, eight yeah. after nine. We got a commercial come up at nine thirty, and after nine thirty, you guys are going to be able to call in here and call talk to Sean and ask your questions. But, but we got ha- one here Helen for you right now, Sean. Yep. So let's throw Helen that out.
3: says, him. "Do you get hit by loved ones who have messages for people a- uh, you're around and out of nowhere? Turn it down."
5: Please. Um. Yeah, no, it actually has happened to me. Interesting enough, when it's actually happened, is having a few drinks at a bar. Um, I actually made a few people cry, and it's obviously (laughs) having the courage to go up to somebody and tell them, yeah, by the way, um, I'm getting this really strongly, I have to tell you. But, I mean, if I was sober, I'd be like, oh, God, I I don't want someone to, like, flip out, you know. But I'll just give you one example. Um, I was at a bar, and then we met some people and we ended up at a party across the street and there was a brother and sister sitting at the table. And I remember saying that, you know, their grandfather was here and he wanted to you know, say something to them that, you know, he was okay. And they laughed for a second. And then all of a sudden, like I, I turned to the brother, I'm like, he's telling me that, um, you know, you have a tattoo dedicated to him and the two of them just turned white and then they both started bawling crying and then he rolled up his sleeve and yes there was a tattoo dedicated to his grandfather so i mean it's happened you know a handful of times um you know it's a very strange thing but i mean if it's very strong coming through and i feel like it's you know i should mm-hmm. then obviously i'll say something um but yeah if you have a few drinks in you <laughs> uh the courage yeah. to actually yeah. outwardly speak about it too <laughs>
3: yeah do you ask permission to give the message right. to them
5: Right. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
3: because that, that's what I do. And, well, I, I, it, I remember having my friend Jimmy. We were at a bar, and it was – I don't drink, so I was completely sober. But this kid, he was several years younger than me, but I remembered seeing him from my school, and it had been several years mm-hmm. since I had seen him and all of a sudden i have this guy just hounding me to go over to him and to basically give him a slap in the face
5: spiritually
3: <laughs> slap in the face in. and it was it and to this day we talk about it jimmy and i because it was it was crazy because i poor guy he i made him cry in the bar <laughs> But you know what? He never has forgotten that message.
4: Yeah, and, I, and I'm
3: sure that brother and sister were like, "Wow, that was awesome."
4: I'll be honest with you. I mean, there there is like a handful of places that I hang out when I drink, and normally it's my own campground. You know what I mean? It's my own mm-hmm. campfire or bonfire. And uh, a friend of mine, actually, who I w- was in the band with for 30 years, passed away from cancer almost 10 years ago. And um, I every time I go up there, like lately, yeah. You ever get to where like you you feel them there, yes. even though they don't make themselves known, you know they're there because you can feel them. Yep. And you know I uh, so I'll sit there and I'll just like crack a drink
3: mm-hmm. and
4: I'll say, hey, uh, invite them. You know I'll say, hey, this is for this is Aww. for you, Steve. You know this is for you, and it's like That's it's so awesome cute. because I had so many. Because com- had so many like favorite you know thoughts of it there and yeah, but it was really cool. So I actually had another question for Sean, but I, oh, it wasn't a question. It was a, it was a statement or a comment. Mm -hmm. And the comment was when you were talking about um, answering this question about being in the bar and doing that, all I could think of, and I was hearing it in my head, nice and loud, is that you need to be careful, Sean, because if you're not, you're going to end up being uh, the the Winchester
5: medium and you're going to have your own show. What does that mean? What's the wind? <laughs> he gets it. He gets
3: it. I don't understand. Well, you
5: know what it is for me is that I, you know, I, I never, I never see myself lining up people and reading them. I wanted to use it on cases, going to places that are experiencing hey, like hauntings. That. Yeah, that's. The, I good. never wanted to line up people and read them. Like I've practiced read on people just. For the sake of it, but I don't see myself charging people and doing that sort of thing. I know people see a lot of people do that, but I saw myself more paranormal related, involved with my you know gift of discernment and mediumship.
3: That's amazing. Well, that though. was
5: that was just a joke that was passed on to
4: me. Now I'm passing it <laughs> on to you.
3: I was like, what? I don't know what. I thought you meant like the Winchester, like that.
4: Side. The Winchester House, no. Yeah? No. No. <laughs> no.
3: I was like, what? They have it's a...
4: Westchester, I think, is where he grew up.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something so, like that.
4: Yeah. I might have said it wrong first time but yeah yeah so no it was just a a (laughs) statement and i was supposed to pass it on that's all
3: funny
4: definitely (laughs) so i'm gonna ask the next question then as now when you guys have obviously you have already um uh recorded your shows um to go so tell us something funny that happened on set
3: oh i love the joke
5: um gosh um, I got him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I'm starting to. Th- I'm trying to think like something actually funny that happened. Um, okay, Eric's
4: with us, so he he's probably got.
5: A, he probably knows what we're talking about
4: too. There's got to be something funny <laughs> that happened. Got to be. Um, gosh, because you can't, you can't, you can't go by without something just tickling your funny bone. With the amount of investigations that we've done for the years, I there's quite a few that i can not necessarily
3: on the show but just anything yeah just
4: investigations but i was thinking since he was with all these guys doing the show there had to be a couple things that just kind of you know even even if something happened that you didn't expect then and it hit your funny bone you know what i mean
5: yeah um from the spirit i mean i you know i've noticed i mean with my connection to like spirits in general like um there's just been a bunch of funny banter that the spirits will like come through um and and no like my banter or like some of my friends banter and just make it like an inside joke or something like that. That's really just, um, funny. Um, I'm just not even just thinking I've never actually gotten that question before really, but I know that there's been funny things that have happened. Um, I mean like, I just you know, just, give you like something funny that happened that was kind of like interesting with my friend was like freaking out because, you know, my friend of mine, her, her father passed away. And her mom was experiencing activity in the, um, her house and she was asking her, please practice read on me. And I I did. And then I was getting stuff that was right. And I randomly just told her I saw hula hoop in my mind's eye and she's laughing, like dying laughing. She's like, well, I don't know what that means. I used to use it hula hoop. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know, obviously if you guys know about mediumship and stuff is that, Spirits will use like spiritual charades. It's all symbols. They show you symbols that would mean something literal or something symbolic, depending on you and and the other person, whatever it may be. And uh, whatever the next morning she ends up calling her mom and, you know, she told, and she's like, Hey, randomly brought up a hula hoop. And she said that, get the F out of here. She's like, why? She's like, I was just in the garage and your old hula hoop jumped off the railing and rolled towards me. And oh uh, then she called me up, like, <laughs> hysterically, like, going nuts. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's kind that's of awesome. a sense of humor, too. But, you know, it's just funny, random thing. But there you go. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but see, that's kind of a typical thing that, that
4: um, I, I'm going to say that I deal with. And random just uh, out of the blue, you know. And uh, you, you can be in a serious conversation. You could be somewhere mm-hmm. in a serious th- – it's happened to me at at, at a funeral and you have to be really serious and then i my cousin mm-hmm. is actually seeing it and he pans over to me and you see me laughing
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and i and it's because yeah. i was thinking about one of the funniest things that ever happened to me, me to me it, it, with this person yeah. And then I'm hearing his voice in my in the back of my yes, head saying, hey, yes. do you remember this schmuck? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm laughing. So when he pans over with the camera, I'm like, oh, and so they're showing this at at a family thing.
5: And oh, they're all gosh. like hitting me.
4: It's like, why are you laughing? So, you know, I, I get it mm-hmm. as well. I mean, I think all of us do at some period of time. We get comical things that happen because I think yeah. spirits as well, they want to be. Comic relief in some cases, for some things, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm insane, who knows um I don't have schizophrenia, as far as I know, but um <laughs> sorry. sorry, yeah,
3: I mean, when we go to counselors, we really do have to worry about that kind of stuff, just so you know, Jack, I'm not crazy, but I might be, but I do see things and I do hear things,
1: but it's boom. <laughs>
3: I just got another
4: one that just came to mind. I can't now. Yeah, this
3: is
4: Man, that's crazy. So you guys are obviously hoping that a second season is going to happen for you guys. So the ratings are going to be very, very important for you. Um, So I'm going to make this little thing out there. I'm going to say to all the people that are on all of our social media platforms right now that are watching this, I want you to tune in. Um, on the twenty seventh, and I want you to watch the show, and yes. and then I, and I want to hear after. from you. I want you to come back on the show, um, uh, on the the following Monday, and I want you to tell us, you mm-hmm. know, what you thought of the show, and uh, and we'll take the first fifteen minutes of the program and just dedicate it to that, and and uh, yeah, I want to know what they have to say because I I'm going to review it. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to mm-hmm. tell them exactly. What I think, I, I'm pretty much sure that, I mean, I like Sean. I like yeah. the way he... he he's um, got cool vibe. Yes, and the way he's putting this across. And if and if any of the other team members are like him, I think I'm going to love it. I
3: know, I know. I really can't wait to see this show, to be mm-hmm. honest.
4: I mean, it's it's. I can't awesome. wait
3: to see how they interact with each other as well.
4: Now, what was the thing with... Now, I did read somewhere <sighs> Freezing. Um, that you guys were doing...
3: Bring me one of those blankets, um,
4: oh, what the hell was the word I was looking for? Yes. You guys were using uh sh- I'm telling you, my mind is not here today. I don't know you where need, it is you have it's gone. some
3: <laughs> vitamin D I just you need have
4: yeah.
3: some magnesium um, and some potassium,
4: trigger effects triggers, yeah, you guys I saw somewhere that you guys were gonna be using a lot of triggers.
5: Well, it's really a trigger environment. Like so like a whole room would be turned around to look like the time period of, of that was an emotional event that led to deaths on the property that can connect to the spirit um that's part of the ghost loop of activity that's taking place. So it's it's just taking to the next level to try to get definitive answers and evidence of what we're dealing with, to have them ultimately hopefully listen to us or are they not gonna? Where we have to force it off the property if it's you know making the homeowners feel uncomfortable? Um, but I want to give them the chance to try and help them too. Right, right.
4: Now I don't know. I mean, how far back you've uh, obviously watched other TV shows and stuff like that. Um, I know from the past for myself with doing some cases, um, I have been. <laughs> sent to certain um other areas near that location to dig up something out of the ground or to look for something specifically has that happened to you i'm not saying specifically on these you know the television cases but um being a medium i'm sure you get things like that um like you need to follow this clue and you need to go here and 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 dig this up or you need to uh look a little well, harder
5: Yeah, I mean, I'll give you like actually a little instance, uh, a little preview to one of our episodes, which is called Frozen in Fear, which is um, something that's actually happened to me a lot. Having the sensitivity and medium abilities that I have is that when you're dealing with something really negative or something that has really uh, deviant, malevolent intent, um, I – a lot of the times I'll get a visitation from this thing. It knows I'm coming and it tries to sway me or induce some sort of fear within me to try to stop me from what I'm doing. And in this case that we did in Texas, in Lubbock, Texas, it happened. Um, I was in my hotel room and I'll tell you what happened. Um, I, uh, the first night we were in Lubbock, Texas, in my hotel room and I dozed off and I had this very lucid vision of this huge shadow looming over this person and this female whisperer, came through and said, that's the tall man. So as soon as she said this, the, the head of the shadow turned really quickly and then jumped towards me and then literally started just ravishing me, like hitting me, punching me, pulling me. And every time it hit me, I felt an electrical jolt as I wanted to sleep paralysis. And I started yelling prayers at it, and it goes, no. And then it stopped. I got up and threw holy water all around my hotel room, like, oh God, okay, this must be from a case that we're going to be dealing with. And then I was dozing off again, and I could see through my eyelids this seven-foot shadow standing at the uh, the window of my hotel room. Now, mind you, we ended up calling the spirit on this case the Tall Man because of that, and we found evidence of that um, what they were experiencing. That was the entity that was in the, the the family's house. And then, you know, what we end up doing, like, it's you know, it's pretty interesting, but that's just kind of like an example that's similar to that. Wow. wow! Oh, it's amazing. That's
3: so scary, though.
4: Yeah, you, you hey, know what reminds me- my
3: life? <laughs> <laughs> I understand completely. You know what
4: remind me of is I was watching um uh, that new show. I think it's on Travel Two. They do the paranormal um videos of different paranormal things. I can't think of it now. Brian Cano is doing it, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. They brought up the one where a guy was in a hotel room, and the phone kept flipping off the. The counter and all this other stuff, and he was he was flipping out. And while you were saying that, that's all I could see was um, things in the hotel room being, you know, thrown mm-hmm. around and moved and and stuff like that. It was, it was just so strange. I listened to you and I get taken to places. So don't tell me something, you know, weird,
2: because <laughs> to me that's
4: horrible. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to go somewhere else.
2: <laughs> that's
3: funny.
5: Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's you cool. know, it's just. Yeah, it, it, that's interesting. But you know, it's just really it's it's really fulfilling for me to be able to use my abilities. And then uh, of course, any any of us that have abilities to get that confirmation and um, validation that you know you're bringing something to the table, it correlates with your scientific equipment that you're using or something that the people that are claiming what they're experiencing. Um, you know, it's just it's very fulfilling. It makes you feel more purposeful in what you're doing. And I, obviously, I, I you know that's why I enjoy my gift, and I'm glad that God gave it to me so I can use it. To um, as a definitive, profound tool on these investigations when it really um, works to you know to our advantage.
4: I, I'm I'm wishing you great success with the show. I mean, I think it's uh, it's definitely another way of looking at things. I, mm-hmm. I like the whole premise behind it. I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, you just mentioned uh, tools and stuff that you're using, tools of the trade. So I'm going to uh, guess there's uh, you're going to be using like uh, EMF meters and stuff like that as well in your investigations mm-hmm. there. Okay.
5: Um oh, yeah, well, absolutely. Well, the typical I mean, you know, spirit boxes to um there's an app that I started using um that got a lot of amazing evidence. It's called the Phasma Box. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Um but I use it I, a lot on the show. We got really great evidence for it. Yep. Um, I also use something called the gateway that a friend of mine, um, Eric Connor actually built for me. We used it a bunch of times, got some great evidence with that. Um, yeah. We got your typical EMF meters, EM pumps, uh Mel meter, REM pod, you, you know, the typical um, stuff um, that people would use. Mm.
4: Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, that's uh,
4: there's, and I'll be honest with you, there's, so many different pieces of equipment out there but your basic ones that everybody uses anyways like the regular emf a like k2 mm-hmm. meter right uh, ghost box um rem pods stuff like that right um do you find that when you guys are doing the the preliminary investigation on this that um you know right away there's something going on because you're getting messages as, as you're there i'm guessing so mm-hmm. do you find that that you know, right off the bat or is it something that, that you have to ease into when you're into the, the beginning of the investigation? I mean, what are you finding? Is it, uh, is it
5: right in your face? Um, I mean, it's, it just depends. You know what I mean? There's never, I always say this when it comes to just ghosts in general, but like also for my abilities, there's never just one definitive answer of how things happen. It's always kind of different every time. So like in some of the cases I'll drive up and I'll start getting images and, and impressions, and in other times, it wouldn't happen until I walk inside the house, and wow, I get a jolt of electricity going through my body, which is always me yeah. knowing that's my sign, okay, this place has definite you know paranormal haunted energy going on um to what degree, and then to try to decipher what's going there. And if I hear anything, um, you know, what it's trying to say to me, um, and it definitely happened on, on a few occasions what I was hearing during the interview with the homeowner two, what I was like hearing and, you know, it, you know, messages that I got confirmed that had to do with, you know, the history and stuff. And, uh, it just never, it's different. You go to these different property, different levels of history, different experiences, different things that have gone on the property, whether them be involved. I mean, there's so many layers, so many possibilities, that can contribute to a different scenario for your abilities to what you're feeling and whether or not it's haunted, but, you know, all the places we went to absolutely had haunted stuff going on. Um, And it's something also I like to do speaking to families too, personally for me um, on the phone, Mm -hmm. I'll know within like the first few minutes speaking to somebody and what they're telling me, how they're saying it from a rational perspective, but I'm, you know, I'll get a feeling too. Um, And I'm, you know, again, Sometimes I get visited and things come at me um, if it's a serious yeah. case. So there's little little um, pressure points that I'll be, you know, looking out for when, you know, initially talking to a case or, um, you know, before we go to the property, whatever it may be.
4: So the stuff, I'm going to, uh, things come to you like at your house
5: too? I mean, oh, are yeah. they coming back? Oh, absolutely. Or- Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I have things happen on and off all the time because I'm so sensitive. I'm constantly going to these haunted locations all the time. And and because I I show that level of respect, you get a lot of uh, spirits that want to float around and want your help. Or if they're stuck, they kind of like your energy because you're kind of a beacon of light to them um, in a dark room. So I don't mind the nice spirits following me around. But, you know, the nasty ones, that's another story. That's why I have my super soaker filled with holy water next to my bed. That's awesome. I love it. So do you,
3: this is, Chetty knows this is my go-to question. So do you guys do any kind of protection work for yourself? Like, so I don't like that you're taking stuff home with you. Um, I have spirit that will, especially if I have a reading coming up that day, or if I have something coming up in a couple days, spirit will come and visit me and they'll start talking to me. Um, But it's different than them coming home with me and staying with me for any amount of time. So, do you do some protection work? Because I, it just worries oh, yeah. me that. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's-
5: absolutely. Um, it's it's not more of like activity in my my home. It's more about like when I'm sleeping, when I my my mind is rationally asleep, but like subconsciously, your meditative state is fully awake. This is the easiest time for spirits to telepathically project give you messages and and have an experience with you. Um, And I've had many outer body experiences too, that kind of incorporate some of these paranormal events that I go through too. Um, So it's not like I have activity in the house. It's, it's when I'm sleeping. It's like this, this time period where they're able to communicate with me on that level because my, my abilities that I have even the normal day when I'm awake are personified when I'm, I'm, you know, in that state uh, in between fully asleep and full, you know, fully awake. Um, So it's more of, you know, when I'm sleeping, I had these visions and, you know, connections and stuff like, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I've been at, you know, I had a couple of creepy things happen. Like um, I, I'm working on my second book and I, I'm writing a whole chapter about the Amityville house because I had some creepy things follow me home from that um, you know, uh- place be- um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it was really creepy, but I, it just comes yeah. along with the territory. I use it as an opportunity. If I have a vision or experience to decipher, um, another piece of the puzzle, of what's going on. Um, cause I, I really know the game of these things, the things that are negative and I just, they're not going to get any fear from me um you have to be objective about your emotions because they can kind of ploy you out and amplify negative emotions that human beings have so you know i've been oppressed before so i would never let that get to that point again so i just use it as an opportunity like all you right, know, i play your games i'm just going to use your games as a way to have more evidence in my mind to use against you ultimately if it's a case that I'm, that's coming up um or, or whatever um it possibly could be in the future
3: hmm. that makes sense
5: yeah
4: yeah definitely um now your first book. Um I, I haven't read it.
5: Um can you tell us a little bit about the first oh book? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's actually called Shadow Chaser. They put an S on there by mistake. But um okay. so yeah, it's it's really um it talks about me growing up a little bit, just kind of autobiograph autobiography biography, um in the beginning hey. part. But um yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um so but then it turns <laughs> into like <laughs> Um, You know, just my first experience into the paranormal and a bunch of things that I went through. um, There were definitely a couple couple of omens that I thought about before I got involved. Um, I'll give you an example. um, It's actually pretty creepy. Three years before um, I got involved uh, with the paranormal, I think it was three years, like two, three years, I was living in a house with roommates, um, and this girl was coming to hang out with me, and she never told me this story because she was terrified that I would have thought she was absolutely freaking nuts. And once she saw two to three years later, I was posting things about investigating the paranormal ghost. She decided and compelled to tell me that that night she pulled up to my house before I was involved in the paranormal years before. And she saw this black hooded thing and it had black eyes and a whitish face face. And it turned to her and disappeared. It was looking into my window and she said, it was the scariest thing she ever saw in her life. And to me, It was an omen. These things knew I was going to be involved in bringing, you know, being a light worker and going up against these types of things. And it was kind of watching me from the outside until I, um, you know, what I like to call spiritual rules of engagement when you actually step into, um, you know, their world and and, and go up against evil. Because once you step in the way of evil, you're always a target for the rest of your life, whether it be one evil spirit or many. So um, it's kind of like that matrix moment. You want the blue pill, the red pill. And that's the way
2: I've
5: <laughs> been doing uh, ever
2: <laughs> since.
5: Because I experience something paranormal every single day now. <laughs>
2: right.
4: right. Yeah. Now, do you do you just take a moment for yourself from time to time and shut it off and ignore it just so that you're, you can catch up with your own, um, I don't know, awareness, your own consciousness, your own, I need a break, you know, um, Anything like that? Do you
5: do you do that? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll busy myself. I mean, you know, I have a new CD, a new EP coming out. Uh, As soon as I came back from filming, I wanted to go. I went straight to Nashville and recorded a new EP. And that'll be released probably the end of January. So I started focusing on my other passion. And it's kind of funny that spirituality and music go hand in hand. Um, You know, they really uh, uh, accent each other, um, so to speak. So, I mean, you know, just trying to busy yourself. Really, Um, when you have too much time on your your hands, you're not doing things. Um, You know, that's when things can creep. But I've gotten used to it so much now. There was definitely a few moments, like in the beginning, I'm like, wow. I I actually was terrified when I first started having my medium abilities because I was reading books about demonology and demonic hauntings and things like that. Um, Because I read about demons making you think that you're psychic but it was the other way around like i had negative things come at me and and like you know try to choke me and things like that and now i look back is that they knew i was going through that spiritual awakening and they used it as an opportunity since i was a novice unknown to what was going on to try to get fear out of me and it was just me going through the stages of it so um it's been a learning experience in so many different ways yeah
3: i need to read what robert wrote um, they know when you are sleeping they know when you're awake they know when mm-hmm. you're psychic link and when to evaporate
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> i had to save sing that for you guys and i had to tell yeah about robert about it.
4: is um from australia and uh, he's
3: hysterical
4: he's one of our top fans and he has been with us since oh i don't know it's the, we are now celebrating. Well, in January we'll be celebrating four years.
3: Yes, and two for me in February. Yeah.
4: yeah. So um, uh, he's been with us a long, long time, and he's one of our our. Uh, when we need a break from seriousness, you know, he he tends to post a lot of little things like that. Yeah, he's but awesome. it was
3: perfect because um, Sean was talking about how, how right. he, he, they'll come to him and stuff when he's
4: sleeping and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had things like myself laying there at night, and I oh, posted yeah. it on my Facebook, and it's like I, I, I'll be sleeping, and then I'll hear a knock on the door,
1: oh yeah, like, I remember you remember said it, that the other and day, and I'm
4: like, all right, wait a minute, so I, <laughs> yeah. so I listen, and I'll wait, to, I'll wait it for was, it. To,
3: we we were even on the phone together, and you're like, did you hear that? And I'm yeah, like, no, yeah, what yeah. did it? But it happens to me mean? when
4: I'm sleeping, yeah. so I'll hear the knock on the door, and I'll wait, <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, because I I've been taking care of my parents, and um. So I'm living with them, and, you know, they're both in their 80s, and they have a hard time walking and all that stuff. And uh, so I'm waiting to see if, like, it's one of them yelling, you know, hey, you know, come out here, mom fell or dad fell or, you know, whatever. And so the knock will happen again. I'm like, well, son of a bitch, I'll go and I'll open the door, and there's nobody there. And then all of a sudden I hear in my head something laughing, going, ha, ha, I got you, you son of a bitch. You know, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) Sleep paralysis you know, is terrifying
3: so. to me. That's happened to me. Mm. That's terrifying.
5: I mean, I well, know... what's somebody... know that. They know that your most our most vulnerable moment is when we're sleeping. Not only yeah. is it most vulnerable when we're sleeping, but it's the easiest way for them to communicate with us and get acknowledged that they're yeah. there because, again, our meditative state is you know at the forefront of our mind. Our rational mind's fully asleep, and that's what they thrive off. And if it's something that wants to mess with you, it's going to do it. I mean... I mean, my- we all know that the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze, I mean, they're all sitting there waving in front of you like, I'm over here, you know, because they're dying to yeah. connect with us to make them feel like they're human, still alive in a physical plane.
3: Right. I I even had sleep paralysis with Alien. Really? Yeah.
5: You're and freaking having, me out now.
3: Having to do with my daughter. And I was like, <laughs> fuck off. You're oh, not wow. allowed to come <laughs> anymore.
4: Yeah, that's. That's strange. Now, have you come across anything like that? Is it just
3: spirit you, or maybe? You had alien activity around you?
5: Well, I mean, so I started having a lot of astral projection experiences. I actually wrote a whole chapter about it in my book with some of those experiences. And I read a whole book called Astral Voyages. It's very informative. I wanted to learn about it because if I was having these experiences, if I was bouncing out of my body, that means I'm ha- it's happening to me for a reason. So I want to attain the knowledge and experience from it um, You know, while it happens. And uh you know, I really, truly believe what this gentleman was talking about. um, you know, when you're in the astral realm, you can actually create things with your mind um and um it can incorporate many different things. This is why I also' affirm firm believe in the law of attraction. Um, I really truly believe that our mindset is a magnet to what we attract, whether it be negative or positive, and you want the universe to either work for you or against you. Um, right but um, you know, so we can create different scenarios, and spirits can actually use that advantage to um, create things that are, you know, terrifying to us. I've never encountered anything like alien-like, but again, I mean, demonic entities, true genuine demonic, they actually are alien because they've never lived in the physical plane. Nothing. It's anything that's not from our world is alien. So from a spiritual perspective, I consider them alien, but there's so many other planets out there and things like that too. I mean, um, I've never really had any alien experiences, but, um, I mean, hey, the ghost stuff, I feel like it's everywhere. It's around us, like 24-7. Um, the alien stuff, it's kind of like it's very a lot more, uh, you know, sparse, if you will, compared to ghosts and things, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I agree. It's – um. Yeah. It, well, I, I have a lot of stuff with aliens these days, to be honest, uh, a lot more in the last couple years than it. I shouldn't say that. I had a lot of activity when I was younger than when my daughter was younger. Um, my daughter's 28 now, but also I've had more communication with different kind of aliens as opposed to the greys from when I was younger and when my daughter was younger.
4: Hmm. Wow.
3: Yeah. So it's not necessarily greys anymore, but it's higher, more spiritual alien activity.
5: Yeah. Well, I mean, that, you know, that's that, another thing too, like in this, the book that I read, like this guy explained something that I really truly believe in as well, is that you have the lower vibrational realm, you know, where all the negative demonic evil spirits are. You have the astral realm where the ghosts are, and then there's higher vibrational realms and dimensions that go higher up, and they have different beings in those different um, levels, um, depending on the frequency that they emit. Um, so that that could be some of those spiritual beings that you're, you know, communicating with too, as a possibility. Yeah,
3: I mean, that would make sense
4: Yeah.
5: All right, so we're going to take a
4: short break here, um, and then we're going to come back so you guys get your questions together. Make sure you get the phone number ready to go, 323-642-1102. And if you have not hit the poll, please make sure you answer the poll. Yeah.
3: uh, Do you want me to say where it is right
4: now? Yeah, we're okay. We'll wait until it gets back up the other way. So hang tight there, Sean, and we'll finish this up, and uh, uh, we'll be right back. Sounds
2: good.
0: WLFEDB Radio is looking for podcasts to join our family. You don't have to fit any strict genre. We're a plethora of shows. If you're looking to jump on a growing network, then contact us at WLFEDB Radio at gmail.com. If you're a paranormal investigator who wants more when doing your experiments, then you should read... Ted Van Son's book, Think Outside the Paranormal Box. It's based on old-school ideas which have been, until recently, forgotten about. Pick one up today on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or order it directly on paratalkradio.com. Remember, expand your investigations and evidence. Purchase Think Outside the Paranormal Box by Ted Van Son. Also, his first book, Flashlight Recorder in Comfortable Shoes, Co-authored by Keith Bratley is available at Barnes and Noble and Amazon. Get your copy today. DB Radio.
4: All right, so guys, I kind of want you to do this for me. I want you to, and I mentioned this earlier. I want you to go to uh, um, Travel Channel and um, on the internet if you want, and you can look up uh, this new show called. Ghost Loop um, with our, our gentleman that is uh, visiting with us today, Mr. Sean Austin, and uh, it comes out Friday at 10 o'clock on the Travel Channel. So make sure you tune into it, set your DVR, and uh, uh, watch oh, that. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Thank you, Jenna, and uh, take a watch and let us know uh, what you think of the show. And um, I'm really excited about it. And, and Sean, I. I, I I'm so glad that you came on the show to give us kind of uh, insight on it and, um, share your, um, your experiences with being a medium as well. I mean, that's, that's awesome. So we're going mm-hmm. to take, uh, take this over to some of the phone calls. So guys, make sure that you, uh, pull their phone lines are open. So you're, you're able to call, uh, anytime now and, um, we'll go from there. So, Uh, three, two, three, six, four, two, one, one, zero, two. So Sean, real quick while they're getting their, their fingers ready to dial in. Um, so what was kind of like your favorite shows to watch on TV, uh, for ghost hunting?
5: Well, I mean, before I was an investigator, um, I started watching, you know, when a haunting like started, like they mm. started with um, a haunting in Connecticut, which was just a normal documentary, which is, you know, spurred right. off the entire series. And that's really when I would, you know, I became interested in like hearing about people's stories and and really believing in the validity of what these people are experiencing. I know it made me wonder about it. I just loved you know listening and watching to all these experiences these people are going through in their homes and around them um and really believing what they went through um and uh a haunting and then they had uh you know i really thought paranormal state was good um i loved it too and they were bringing lorraine warren there on there trying to help people i thought that was a fantastic pioneering show for the for its time right. um i've right. seen obviously you know um you know, some of these shows like Paranormal Witness. I, I love dramatization stories of what people experience because we can learn through other people's experiences, and it's really fascinating. Um, but obviously, you know, Ghost Adventures, when it first came out, I mean, you know, they got some really fantastic evidence. It's enthralling and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, later on, I guess <laughs> I'm so busy. I have no time to really watch too much. Um, you know, and there's so many paranormal TV shows these days. <laughs> Um, you know, you don't have all the time in the world to watch all of them, but, uh, you know, I, I, you know, everyone has their own way of doing things, but it's, you know, it's always an interesting, you know, thing to see everyone's different methods, um, and so forth. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Right. Yeah. Well, we got a question. I have a uh,
3: question for you. Barry asks, how do you deal with ghostly resid, residual, oh, sorry. What Cindy, how do you deal with ghostly <laughs> residual energy in what form In In theory, from what I have read or watched, residual energy is thought to be independent. So you can't interact with residual energy. So what are your thoughts on the subject of residual residual energy?
5: So. When we're calling it a ghost loop, we're not talking about residual energies. I know a lot of people are kind of confusing the two, so yeah, residual mm-hmm. energy is like it's like an emotional event that took place um that's a movie playing over and over again. We cannot intelligently communicate with those spirits, so that's why we have to just explain that we're differentiating between those those two um you know if it's something like that, you know you can cleanse or bless a home possibly to get rid of it but you know some of these locations are so tricky that little instances and hints of this activity will stick around forever no matter what goes on it really just depends on a lot of different factors but that's different than what we're dealing with and what we're calling and why we're calling it a ghost loop
3: hmm. right cool
4: cool um guys three two three six four two one one zero two let's get a couple phone calls in here for uh sean and um i know that uh you're um design specialist Mr. Eric Vitell was there um watching here he, I think he was on the uh was the yeah. Paratalk radio page Right. he yep. was on there um in fact if he wants to pop in and say hi he's welcome to as well um th- Three four two or three six, two yeah three two, two three six four two one one zero two. Now you you figure off. I would know that number like the back of my hand, you we know. You would figure it, that.
2: Yeah. But. <laughs> I don't want to know why you know the back of your hand so well. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That's terrible.
1: I just
3: got it. John.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I guess oh it takes Lord. longer for the blonde. Huh? You better take longer <laughs> for the blonde <laughs> than of us.
3: Well, I was I was just picturing the back of your hand. So then. I, <laughs>
4: Wow, that's terrible.
3: And then I'm like, oh, I get what he meant.
4: Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. See what <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just
3: laughing, and then I, it, then I caught on.
4: See what I have to put up with? <laughs> Playing counter <laughs> freckles. Oh
0: gosh. Well, so I,
3: funny. I did. I
4: sent Sean a message. I go, hey, uh, you know, it's gonna be fun. Relax. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I gave him the whole schmear ahead of time, and and
0: uh,
3: <laughs> all good. Listen, sometimes Cindy actually does play the blonde part I, very well. <laughs> not purposefully.
4: And this is funny just I got
3: because she's not always
4: I got knocked off of our our feed. You just
3: can't get in?
4: No, I got knocked off of our feed off of this has
3: been two like or the, three
4: of these now. Yeah, I was gonna say And I'm telling you there's always something Something's happening going here. On. Always.
5: Always.
3: Something's going on.
5: Um Jaws, one of my favorite movies of all time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) John, you love that one too, don't you?
2: What? The Jaws theme? Yeah. Yeah, of course.
4: (laughs) So, um... Your, um, I was gonna say like your right now you're doing derailed. the yeah a little bit I, I I'm trying <laughs> to think of, I'm trying to think of a question here and say it correctly instead of the way my brain has been working today, so <laughs> it working? Um, it's more like it's got the day off. <laughs> yeah, right,
1: you're, yeah, right. you're right, right? <laughs> it it's does. Acting
3: that
4: um. Way. <laughs> So what is your preference? I'm going to guess that I know the answer to this, but I'm I'm going to ask anyways, your preference, is it residential versus uh, commercial properties or is it both? I mean, um, you mentioned earlier in the interview that, um, about going to locations and paying to do an investigation and so on and so forth. What do you prefer? You know, just the the residential for helping people obviously.
5: Well, I mean, obviously helping people is the ultimate goal. Um, Since I have a, you know, a specific approach, of trying to help spirits too so i could go to any location and still have that um approach to be able to try and help somebody um so it's having experience have the opportunity to help someone i mean experiences in general with the paranormal we can learn from it so it's exciting to go to places i know some places would never want you to cross over spirits in their place uh, because they don't want to lose business which is kind of like inadvertently screwed up right (laughs) it is is. right and that's where i was going to go with this but you know um, I, I've,
4: I've been to locations where that has happened and you know, you yeah, kind of look at and, Uh, yeah, now what, you know, cause now you're going to be listening to somebody, you know, sit there and chew your ear off. And, uh, um, I, I just, I have a problem with certain things like that. And I understand why some businesses, um, do the ghost hunts. I, I get it. I, I you know, I get it a hundred percent. Um, but at the same time, it, it's not a ghost aquarium. It's not, you know, someplace yeah. for you to go and to pay a fee to to watch these ghosts play behind a a, a big glass,
5: you it's a know, ghost zoo. panel. So yeah, ghost
4: zoo, ghost aquarium yeah. is
2: what I. Play.
5: But you know, I, and, and I you guess- know the thing too is that you can, we we can't force these spirits to go. We give them incentive to go and that's the difference right. here it's like you know we give them an opportunity to accept god's unconditional love and forgiveness by accepting what happened to them and let, letting it go let go and let god so that's the really the way i perceive it but yeah i mean obviously people have their rules and you know with their business where they're making money but if they really saw the broad spectrum i think that um you know that's <laughs> the spiritual ramifications of doing something like that probably wouldn't uh weigh in their favor in the end <laughs> i don't i don't think right well
0: right. that.
3: Now I forgot what I was gonna say. Well,
5: wow. I'm rubbing off on you, huh? You
3: are.
4: Uh, I did it to Sean, now I'm doing it to you. Whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sharing. I I'm good with sharing.
3: Well, I was I, I think I was going <laughs> along the lines of sometimes we, we go into a place and as a business, of course they a lot of them don't want you to get rid of their spirits. Right. But like in the armory I had mentioned that I let some, I I helped some cross over, but because they were military and they were told, "Listen, this is what you're defending." They didn't want to leave because they firmly believed that they still had to defend it mm. and still had to remain there and protect that place. All
0: right. So sometimes
3: yeah. they felt like duty still, even in spirit, and and it just it. And I was telling them that they could they could go anytime they want. So but this that's would the same be thing that happened in Gettysburg. Well,
4: I was just gonna bring up Gettysburg. Yeah. Remember, yeah. I
3: had the same thing, and I remember, I had that experience where yeah. there were thousands, like ten thousand people following us. And I turned, I had two guys that were escorting me, and they said, "Ma'am, you shouldn't be on the battlefield."
0: Right. And
3: I thought it was so cute, and they were just kids, like my age of my boys.
2: Yeah. And
3: my boys were there with us. But they didn't want to go. They didn't want to take me up on it.
2: Right. Well, because characteristics that define them in life are going to define them in death. Why yeah. not? I mean, you are who you are. Yeah. yeah. They believe that, that. I mean, they they yeah.
3: that they had to still protect and still fight and do what they were doing. They still believe that, that that
4: brings up that whole thing, John. It's like if you're an asshole in life, you're gonna be an asshole in death, you know? Yep. And it's one of those things. Yeah. So but... wait till Roman
5: haunts us. Oh, oh Jesus
3: Roman <laughs>
5: You know, it also is like a good point to bring up about, um, you know, this 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 point here is about like Native Americans. Um, they really don't communicate yeah. with us, but their presence is there. We'll hear something, someone talking about them. Maybe you'll get like a it sounds like Native American like language through a spirit box or something like that. But they really just sit there, their presence is there. We feel it. And, um, you know, they had I really appreciate Native Americans because they had such a deep love and passion for the earth and nature. And I think that's one of the defining reasons why so many Native American spirits stick around because they love the earth and planet so much. They don't want to leave it, yeah, you know, and that's just, you know, one of those circumstances too. Like I, I don't think that um, they they want to go anywhere.
4: I really think that they are they are here to be the um, the protectors of the earth, and that's why they don't go anywhere. Yeah. They, they are supposed to be here. Um, they're the watchers, the seers, the... You know protectors and so on and so forth and and you know there's been plenty of occasions where you would see it um, on on YouTube um, catches in their videos or somebody will tell you the story. It's like yeah it was panning and you know we were out walking in the woods and we saw this image of an Indian standing there and yeah. you know stuff like that or you know I I uh, I truly believe that myself because of you know One of my course my mother so
3: American.
4: you know it's uh it's really cool um. God, I just love this conversation. It's been a good show. It really is. Mean,
3: I have enjoyed you so much, Sean. You have such great energy and and such respect for spirit, and I appreciate that.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah Me too. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, and you know what? You you fit in. You sat right down. You yeah. started. You know, you you didn't have any issues. You were playing playing right along, and uh, yes. you, you <laughs> fell into the Teddy syndrome. <laughs> To lead. That was cool. And, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but I, I just want to say thank you for joining us here and, and yeah, spending the time with us because starts it's starts awesome.
3: On, on this Friday.
4: Yeah, so again, guys, yeah, it's going to be Friday, 10 o'clock on yeah. Travel Channel. Make sure you check out Ghost Loop. Yeah. Um, and hey, for the future, Sean, I'm if you want to come back in the phone. future, um, uh, please feel free. We'd love to have you come Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us how hey, the show is book, going After and, you,
0: after oh, you yeah. write your second book
4: Yeah let's get that book in here Let's let's discuss yeah. that as well yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, bring mm-hmm. any of the guys that you want Whatever you want to do is fine with us And
1: uh, Absolutely. Um, it's
4: been a great time here We really appreciate you spending the time with us No problem You know So um, again Ghost loop this is amazing um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
4: I, When I set the date up with Sean I was like man I can't wait to see you know What he has to say and yeah. And where it's gonna go and I I'm thoroughly excited about this for uh Friday. So um where can they do you have your own website, Sean?
5: I do. It's uh Sean S-E-A-N is in Nancy, uh D is in David Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N, Sean D Austin dot com. Um I actually mail out signed books, copies of my uh book, Shadow Chaser, um signed CDs anywhere in the US. Um there's links to all my social media on there. Um, and you know there's whatever you can find out about me on there uh, and I'm still kind of you know building that as well, but yeah, you can find out um all my pages from there
4: awesome I am pin, pinning that actually at the bottom of the comments, guys, so that you can just click on it and go right to uh his website and yeah. and check it out, follow him, stalk him like we did,
3: and <laughs> um <laughs> Almost five minute long video, yeah because we' we're, do it we're watch we're that once, watch we, it. once yeah. we get
4: off here we're gonna watch it, so
3: it may be preventing us because we are doing the show
4: yeah, That's so the um guys right. that we couldn't get to you to the other live formats or the other uh live uh, pages that were going. we apologize, we're sorry we didn't get yeah. to all of you tonight. um it's just been a great show. We appreciate everybody yeah. joining us Thank and you. um Sean, it was amazing I'm, um we are very thankful again um to have you here with us and uh real quick i'm trying to bring up if i can get off of this um
3: do you have any do you have any events or anything like that coming up
5: where they might be able um, to find you? no i mean l- well literally um i plan to do a lot of events in the coming year um i'm just waiting for these shows to air um i'm actually going to california <laughs> for new year's um next week um and uh hey. california and vegas um, but after these, you know, in the middle of these shows airing, I'm definitely going to try to do as many events where people can, um, you know, I could do lectures and people can check out a haunted place with me, whatever it may be just to, you know, sign books or talk to people. I love meeting new people. I talk about, I, I talk about this on my Periscope all the time. I do Q and A's, let people share their stories and call in too. Um, you know, I could talk about this, you know, for hours and hours, because obviously it's my passion. So um, it's, it's an all, overall great thing just to, you know, you know, talk with you guys and just talk about this stuff and again we should, you know all to be able to synergistically work together compare stories and experiences and help the field it's you know it's a great thing to be a part of
4: i'm telling you it's awesome to sit down with people that have the same interest and the and the vi- you know it's yeah. hard to find people, to be honest with you, that you can sit that has the passion that you do about the subject and just sit there and talk for hours with a mm-hmm. beer and or a soda, whatever, and just talk and mm-hmm. talk and talk. Love that stuff. And um, yep. keep in mind, um, 2021, Sean, we will have the Rochester Winter Parafest, Fest. And, uh, you know, I know it's up in New York. And uh, since you're a New Yorkian by trade, you know, or by love or whatever you want to call it, um we'd love to have you in 2021 yeah and, um, that? we'd yeah, love well, to have
3: you in 2020 as well
4: yeah i think that we're, that's only sure. two months away i don't you know but um keep that in mind and um we'd love to have any of you guys mm-hmm. so real quick i just want to put this out there that december 30th which is next monday um we are going to have Mr. Jack Kenna on the show with us.
0: Yay! Um, he
4: also um, has been on Travel Channel and uh, Destination America Jack. and so on and cool. so forth. Um, Jack is a dear friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. We've worked on the same show together for Paranormal mm-hmm. Survivor. And um, we're going to have him next Monday, 8 o'clock. So make sure you tune in um, and join us there. And then the following week, guys, um, it's going to be our celebration of the four year anniversary of. Paratalk radio and we are welcoming um our guest that night is going to be ken uh jahard and he's going to be joining us and we're going to be talking cryptid so we're going to cool have being. a good time so um again everybody thank you so much for joining us here para talk radio you know we love you and uh uh, we can't wait to have you guys back here with us on Monday. No yeah. Bigfoot, though, right? And uh, Bigfoot will be coming around the bend. Yes. I'm going
1: oh. to do our poll. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you
2: think the American people are going to give two po- about Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. Go ahead and do the... Hey, Bill Reap.
4: Hey, Bill. All right, so go ahead with our poll.
3: Um, So our poll stands as we exit for the night and go into our holidays. Who is your favorite holiday character? Santa at 43% with the winning votes. Krampus at 14%. Rudolph is a really tight, close winner at 32%. And Bumble is at 11%. Yeah,
2: That's cool.
3: Merry Christmas, Bill (laughs) Reek, and Merry Christmas to all of you guys out there. Yeah,
4: same. Happy Hanukkah,
3: Uh, uh, Happy Yule. Happy
4: Kwanzaa.
3: Merry Solstice.
4: Um, (laughs) So... Sean, you uh, you have a great Christmas and a great New Year since you're going to Vegas and California. Yeah, and yeah, have a good fun. time.
0: Happy
3: New Year.
4: And, um, and all that good
5: stuff. Yes, yeah, and you
4: guys. Yeah, well, thank you. And thank you again for coming here. Yes, Merry
3: Christmas.
4: We love it. And no uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you in the future. Absolutely. And that would be great. So, guys, don't forget wherever there is darkness, there is always the light.
0: Damn you. Why are you so damn cool?
2: (laughs) Good night, everybody.
0: Good night, guys.
2: Thank you for listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday for another fantastic guest. Please check out our show as well as others on the WLFE-DB Radio Network. And remember, like, follow, and share with everyone.
0: Join us at wlfe dash db.com for upcoming shows and so much more.
4: There we go. Yay!
2: Yay! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
4: All right. Yep, Sean did hang up. There we go. All right. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you
5: win?